0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. It is, oh my god, it's Saturday. It's not actually Saturday as we're recording this. John Breach and Joel Corey who are joining me from Indianapolis. But this is the bonus Saturday episode that I promised you beautiful people that I would bring to you. And it is here and it's going to be awesome. There will also be a Sunday episode uh, live from Indy as well before I get out of town. I got to tell you guys. A little birdie got in my ear and said that the traffic for the podcast show was spiking between 12 and 1. And it's because all these people who listen to this podcast jumped on CBS Sports HQ. You guys are the best for making me look good. Because, you know, if the traffic goes up from 12 to 1 for our show, John, and then it goes back down when Prisco comes on.
1: Yeah. Uh, is it Pick Six Nation, Pick Six Army? What are we, what are we gonna roll with? I kinda like
0: Pick Six Army. And this is Joel Corey's first time on the show, right? No, no, we, since, nope. we, since, we, since we rebranded it. Yeah, since we yeah, rebranded Yeah, yeah, re-branded yeah. Rebranded it. Went daily. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing? Former agent to the stars, now cat genius, uh, franchise tag. You are the definitive franchise tag reference in the NFL world, right? Uh, well, if you're gonna, Say I am also I'll I'll agree with it, but I mean I would it. also agree. I mean like, I feel like everybody links back to your story when you project the tags. Well I try that back Do we time. have the
2: do we have the actual no, we don't have the numbers yet. No, right? the, you don't have the actual numbers the yet cap because set. the cap hasn't been set because it's tied to percentage of the cap. Yeah, but I keep track of the numbers each year, and then I run them by team sources for any discrepancies. And they're like, "No, you're off here. This is where you're off." So when I release what I think would be the numbers, the cap
0: is a certain place. They're almost spot on. I heard a. Is there a chance that there's a, an extra mini spike in the cap this year? Uh, well, what.
2: I heard from some agents at the NFLPA meeting today that they said 180 around 189. 189? Okay, yeah, I heard 189, so I don't know. I if heard it's like 192 a little, was a That'd be great, 192. Was a possibility. But they were telling agents 189. I don't know if that's they're, – they're trying to diminish expectations. But sometimes so there is an extra spike in the cap occasionally. Okay. it should come out the official numbers. It usually last comes year, out, last year the 5th was the date,
0: so it's going to be any day now. Okay, yeah. It should – it could actually be – well, it's, we're recording, Monday, in, we're recording this at 445 on, on Friday, uh, March 1st, so probably not today. I would assume it would have come out, because 430 is really like the close of business. Yeah, office. exactly. I, I would guess Monday is probably the day then, because Tuesday is the deadline, and they don't, that's why well, the 5th is the
2: deadline for the tag, so you, right.
0: you typically release it right around the
2: tag. Well, you, have to, you have to know period. before the deadline. Well, teams kind of know generally, okay, it's right. going to be this rain, so they plan they to just the, X amount, and if it's a little bit over, they're, they're, okay with
0: that right are you surprised at how tagging has morphed and you wrote a good story for cbssports.com about changes that need to be made are you surprised at how like the only guy who's been tagged is robbie gold a kicker he wasn't
2: supposed to be tagged if you go for what the original intent of the tag was it was basically for a marquee player namely a quarterback it wasn't let's restrict our best guy who's going to hit the open market so you weren't supposed to be tagging kickers he's the only one so
0: far in theory robbie gold if he was really dead set on it and he's a 36 year old kicker who's now going to get five million dollars and as breach wrote is the highest paid kicker in the nfl so he's probably not dead set on uh fighting them over this like he likes the idea of this one year deal he could try and like well the thing is if you didn't
2: didn't tag him he was probably high talented back to (laughs) chicago (laughs) absolutely yeah
1: what well, the one thing about the kicker franchise tag, I will say, and a lot of teams realize this, especially teams that don't like to spend a lot of money, is that that's your lowest cost. Right, it's franchise the cheapest tag, tag you can. Put so, on like, anymore. if you don't want to tag your quarterback or your star defensive lineman because it's going to cost so much, you're like, you know what? I like our kicker. We don't want him to leave. Let's tag him. and then the kicker doesn't care because that's the position where you're not going to get injured. uh And I'll hit the market next year. I got and my guarantee tag money exactly.
0: So I, I, it is a win-win. How oh, old is for Adam
2: Vinatieri? Seventy-nine. No, no, it's like forty-six. Yeah. I think. He was on our he was on our Which show. The Super 99. Bowl.
0: Vinatieri's the man. He's cool
2: because in New he's England he's running
0: a ranch in Missouri now too. That a, my dad wants me to take him out to this this oh, off season. Cool, cool. Yeah, go shoot some elk it's, or something. You get old. That's what you start doing, running ranches. Now yeah,
2: but in, in New England here's what it, here's what's interesting. They've got a left tackle that'll be in high demand. Trent, uh, Trent Brown. Brown. Yep, they've got an edge rusher Trey being high in demand. But the guy who's the best
0: franchise tag candidate is Stephen Gutowski, the kicker. They franchised him before. And, the, and the, the the Patriots have only used the tag twice in the new CBA. One of the and lower he, numbers. He was one of them. Welker was the other. Yeah, Welker. And then Welker was just because Welker was refusing to sign. And that was the
2: year back in 2011. The formula methodology changed, so at that point, tags were rolled back a couple million. They've now, as the cap goes up, it's tied to the increase in the cap, that players are about 5% better off collectively under the new methodology and the old methodology. It doesn't mean every position you're better off, but if you took the aggregate, you're about 5% better off. But, yeah, kickers get franchises, you're right, because it's the lowest number. And it, that's why New England might do that. Well, so.
1: one thing Joel's saying right here that he just casually mentions, that it would be Koskowski's second tag, so he would get $6 million, gets 20% more. And so that's where that becomes interesting because I don't know the Patriots want to give a kicker $6 million. We're talking no kicker had ever made $5 million for a season. That's what Robbie Gold's going to get. And now we're suddenly boosting that up. Yeah, but is Gaskowski going to, like,
0: hit the open market and just peace out?
1: Well, he didn't have the
0: Benetton. best year this year. He's been struggling the last three years. Yeah, because
2: his accuracy was down. I think well, he's did, like Vinatieri,
0: the, did Vinatieri leave New England or was it? He I, left. He left. No, I, No, I know that, but I mean, like, the Patriot. I felt like it was like the Patriots were grooming for another. Like they were ready. Well, for they another weren't going to pay him what he wanted. That's what it came down well, to.
2: That's the Patriot way. When people talk about the Patriot way, yeah. to me, being a former agent, it's about economics. It, they're, they're, the Patriot way is it's better to get rid of a player a year too early as opposed to a year too yep. late. The only guy that that won't apply to is Tom Brady. You know, right. I don't know when Father Tom's going to catch up. Well, to, I think you know it applies
0: to Tom Brady. It's just like that year too late never happens. Like it's or they're only paying him fourteen million. So just like whatever. So, Speaking of non-kicker tags, not that it's not the kicker, kickers aren't excited. I,
1: I, we, this could be a whole kicker podcast, but we don't need that right now. We got I, Joel <laughs> here.
0: Um, the, uh, so yeah, so speaking of the non-kicker tags, the DeMar- sorry I was having a. Uh, I have a trade that's happening in a fantasy league. Do you want to know who I traded? Robbie Gold. No, I traded Jamison Tyon, pitcher for the Pirates, uh,
1: for Jamison Winston.
0: No, Scooter Jeanette and, Mitch Haniger for Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kyle Lowry. That's right. I traded baseball players for basketball players. It's a three-sport fantasy league. I've never heard of that. You draft. <laughs> you draft all the. I do it with Jonah Carey, and you draft Is all the Super League. What's the league the called? The League of Leagues. League so you draft Leagues. all three sports at the same time. So okay. we have the number one pick and we're going to take James Harden and then we're hoping we can grab like, Mookie Betts on the wrap. I can barely run easy. a fantasy football team. Yeah. The
1: last thing I need is <laughs> trying three to combine sports. sports trying to, <laughs> try to, put to put trades together.
0: together. It's a total, it's a total disaster. So anyway, is it, is it the Mickey Loomis league? <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is the Mickey. Like, yeah. If Mickey Loomis had a baseball team, it'd be his league. <laughs> or Stan Caston. Um, yeah. <laughs> so see, was Hawks and, um, Braves? Hawks that's right. Uh, okay. So Dexter, Dexter, Dexter DeMarcus, Dexter Lawrence is in the draft. DeMarcus Lawrence is a very interesting case to me. If you were his agent, agent David Canner, he is, has negotiated some deals with, uh, outside linebacker, or, you know, past rushers, I guess. Olivia Vernon came over as a 4-3 end and then has now been shifted to a 3-4 backer. Are, what are you hoping is the outcome of your, uh, contract negotiations with the Dallas Cowboys? Are you taking anything less than blank, I, you won't take anything less than blank million.
2: Well, here's the interesting thing. Since they made him play in one franchise tag and he played well, leverage shifts. His second franchise tag is just under 20.6. You won't franchise him a third time because it's 144% of that tag or the quarterback number, whichever is greater. So if they want to keep him, they have to do a deal. Now, knowing that if I'm David Caner, I did the Olivier Vernon deal, what I'm doing is I'm telling Dallas, yeah, that deal is relevant and here's how. We're going to take a 2016 deal at 17 million per year. We're going to adjust it for cap inflation. Cap will be around 190 million. So the starting point for serious
0: discussions is just under 21 million, because that's just under 21 million a year.
2: So like the Cowboys
0: shouldn't bother coming to the table with 19 million dollars a year. No, that's not getting anything done. Right.
2: After I had to play a whole year on the tag. Yep. And then have to overcome a risk of injury and poor performance. No, you're not getting a break. So, and I'd also say, well. He's more consistent than Vernon. He's done it two years in a row. When I did the Vernon deal, and I hate to disparage my own client if I'm David Canner, he had half of a good year. So we have more of a dim, uh, more of a track record playing at a high level. So this is where it's going to have to be, and this is what all these other guys who are going to get tagged, Frank Clark, D. Ford, Davion Clowney, want. And Dallas is already negotiating, so Dallas is interested in it done sooner rather than later. They want him to get done and set a new benchmark in between Von Miller's 19 million and the Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, 22 and a half, So he's half not going to get Khalil Mack money. No, I don't think this is going to be like the quarterback market where the next deal done sets the market and then the next deal after that sets the market. I think you're going to see guys drafting in for the time being under the Khalil Mack
0: deal. If you were Demarcus Lawrence, would you consider being like, no, it's fine. Tag me in 2019. He already said he would when he signed the tag quickly last year.
2: He said, "I'm not doing this two years in a row." But yeah. he didn't
1: get a 20 percent bump too, right? So that, what is that up to? That's like. Yeah. You said 21 million?
2: He's 21. He's like uh, 20.6 right now. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay. So he's 21 and then 144% in, of that. Or from the next quarterback number. So, so the minimum going to be 27 million. 27 million. Yeah. So in other words, he's so, starting so you, at a of so Cowboys have of,
1: pressure to
2: get a deal done now because of
1: that. And but, like Randy Gregory suspension, that probably yeah, doesn't, more leverage. That doesn't hurt you yeah. at a negotiation. David table. Irving suspended indefinitely.
2: So yeah. you don't have any pass rushers besides him. And Jerry's been saying, I want my war dad a pass rusher. And he hasn't had one since. DeMarcus Ware, he's yeah. now got his war daddy pass rusher, so pony up. Mm. And that, Do you think a deal gets done? Yeah, I don't know if it gets done now, but there'll be one done before the July, July 15th deadline.
0: So for those that don't know, to March 5th, is that Monday, March 5th? Tuesday uh, is March Tuesday, 5th. Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday March, March 5th at 4 p.m. is the deadline to apply the franchise tag. We will see a flurry of those on Monday and Tuesday with teams announcing probably Monday afternoon uh, by 4.30, so that way they don't have to sweat the paperwork on Tuesday. If you tag somebody, you have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal. And if you don't do that, you are not allowed to negotiate with that player until the after the season, after the 2019 season. So what we saw, like with Drew Brees and the Saints, um, two contracts ago. Yeah. 11th
2: t- hour, you got a deal done. Right. No, um, I'm, Des I'm just, Bryant. Yeah, uh, Demarius Thomas. Eleventh hour. Yeah, Julio but,
0: Jones. No, 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 Julio Jones no, an extension re- a tag. That's right. But yeah,
2: the yeah, yeah. benefit of not having guy playing the tag is once you tag the guy, whether he signs it or not, that amount counts on your cap. And if you do a deal, your first year cap number, in most cases, you basically get twenty it million bucks. Is, cap is a lot versus. lower than yep. what that tag amount is going to be. And Dallas has a ton of things they want to do this off season, so they really don't want to have Demarcus Lawrence sitting there for twenty point six million dollar cap hit until they get a deal done but also the flip side of that is Dallas restructures every contract into oblivion
1: so they just kick the can down the road if they have to and the Cowboys I mean they're gonna be in cap hell soon right because they have DeMarcus haven't we've been saying this for a while but see I don't think Dak Prescott Ezekiel Elliott
2: I don't think cap hell exists anymore because the cap goes up seven to eight percent so you can do what they do and what the Saints do and you can outrun it but if the cap goes up the 1-2% or stagnant like it was in 2011-12-13,
0: then you, yeah, you have trouble. Yeah, because you have 2021, you have the CBA ending. Right, and remember, when they negotiated a new CBA, it's entirely possible that what happens with the cap is it ends up coming out slow up, because everybody was complaining, as soon as the new CBA was done in 2011, they They're like, this cap is supposed to go up, and it's never going up. Well, they just structured it in a way that it didn't go up early, and then it's been spiking like crazy in the le- in the back. Right, the of
2: saving it. grace will be TV deals will be up, or I don't know how they're going to account for new forms or platforms of media rights. But I've never seen a TV deal go down. <laughs> no,
1: yeah, I mean if we look at the last Thursday with uh, Fox just paying throwing billions of dollars at the nfl if that happens in the next tv contract it's well, and you've got gonna shoot up look i mean facebook yeah, you Amazon. have more you have
0: more bidders who are going to get involved in oh yeah anytime YouTube. you got at least one bidder
2: who wants in and wants to take the place of somebody else especially a non-traditional and there's else. been
0: reports that
1: abc might want to get back in oh on then one that's the least going to be able
2: to leverage that into a nice new deal where people are going to go
0: i thought ratings were down yeah yeah it's like the NFL is probably gonna be fine.
2: That could be the saving grace that if the TV deals jump exponentially, we right. so just see the cap Then the going cap is going gonna 7%. go because that's a funct- The cap is a function primarily the TV
0: deals. Do teams? I mean, teams are aware of this. I mean, like obviously, like the, the people they employ. Like, cause remember, I mean, like it, it, you need a capologist. Every team needs a good cap guy, but or multiple cap guys, right? But it's not as tough to do anymore, is it? Like, it's, I mean, right. Um, so, I mean, yes and no, because
2: now you're dealing with bigger amounts of money, um, but it's not as tough as it was in some years where the cap didn't go up. There was one big year, the cap jumps, and then it's barely going up, and then it's harder to manage the cap. Because I remember years ago, Jacksonville went all in, trying to win a Super Bowl. And thank God there was the expansion draft because they had a lot of cap issues Mm. besides that and got pawned a bunch of
0: guys off on Houston. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, It's pretty wild how, like, I I think if, like, this podcast had existed in 1996— that, like, we wouldn't have covered the cap extensively. Like, it'd be crazy how much. Oh, because back then, cap people weren't as sophisticated as they
2: are now. Oh, and so. the
0: seller
1: cap was like $30 million, so there wasn't, it was yeah. too difficult. We could literally count on our hands each contract on our fingers. You have 30 million hands? Uh, 30 million fingers? I have three fingers, and each can count for $10 million, Brenton.
0: Oh, that's a fair point. Ah. Who else do you think is going to get tagged, Joel?
2: Besides those pass rushers I mentioned, I think you're probably going to see Grady Jarrett get uh, tagged yeah. in Atlanta. Uh, he did something that he needed to do to get big bucks. He'd always been very good against the run. He flashed his pass rushing potential against the Patriots in the yeah. Super Bowl. But he had over 50 quarterback pressures this year. By that, I mean sacks, hurries, and hits combined. For an interior defensive lineman, that's pretty good. So now he, he's a premier run stuffer who also can get to the quarterback. That gets you out of that, I'm going to pay him like a run stuffer type compensation, and now he's going
0: to get paid. Also, for his ability to rush the passer. We saw Kyler Murray talk, John. And I don't, Joel, were you, I don't know if you were in the the press conference, but I mean, what was your takeaway from Kyler Murray's press conference uh, outside of the fact that, as predicted by me, you were not able to get close enough to ask a question? And I'm not blaming you for that, I'm just pointing it out that I was right, because that's what I like to do on this podcast. What did you think of Kyler Murray's comments to the media?
1: Well, if I want to be vindictive, I would have gotten to the press conference 30 minutes early and the first one lined up at his podium. But I didn't. No, I, rolled,
0: I purposely delayed you. I rolled in sixty seconds because the, yeah.
1: Brinson delayed me with some absurd discussion. That I don't even want to get into. But so, yes, what did I think that. of Kyler Murray? Is that you get me in trouble? Here's the thing: is I feel, it feels like he's chummy with Quiff Kingsbury. I'm just buying this number one pick stuff even more. He's saying it would be fun to play with the Cardinals. Hey, Kingsbury and I talk all the time in high school when he recruited him out of high school, and he sounded like you would be genuinely excited to play in a Kingsbury offense. Uh, and so that was the sense. Like, hey, this guy might actually go number one.
0: He's also, I think he's going to get dinged Joel for some of that Marcus Mariota. He doesn't have, he's not a leader because he's too soft-spoken and quiet. And he, look, he is kind of boring. Like, it wasn't an exciting. Well, you want your quarterback to be boring. Do you want Johnny
2: Manziel? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: want Baker Mayfield, not Kyler Murray. No, but
2: he, here's why I'm not dismissing him going number
0: one. Do the tell. other
2: day, Arizona said Josh Rosen is our quarterback for now. Now, in, in
0: fairness, Steve Keim did come over here. And uh, I don't know if we have the, uh, we're not the, I don't feel like getting the audio, but he came on this, he came on the CBS Sports HQ with Pete Prisco and said, Josh is our guy. Definitively. He, he, he said it definitively. Okay. But, but look, he, when you say for now or right now, you open yourself up yeah, to the exactly, possibility. Because Jacksonville said
2: Blake Bortles is our, our quarterback now. for now. We know he's our quarterback for 15 minutes yeah. and he's going to be gone. So did, when you start qualifying, it it it
0: kind of raises a red flag. <laughs> what would you be doing if you were the agent for Kyler Murray? And it's a weird situation because he's also the agent for Cliff Kingsbury, um, Eric Burkhart. Who it also gives him an inside three-way team. phone call. Oh, the connections yeah, yeah, are. But, yeah, I, w-
2: I would be selling him to Kingsbury as much as I could. This is the guy you really want, Cliff. I, so, yeah, that's perfectly set up for him, perfect storm. But besides that, I'm making sure everyone is convinced he's a football player, not a baseball player. Mm. But the flip side of that is if there's a team he really doesn't want to go to, this gives him a chance to use that baseball thing.
0: Mm. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, it's
2: like if I don't want to be a Redskin, and if, say he's going to, I don't know where he's going to go, and I'm assuming he's a first-round pick. But if you don't want to be a Redskin, and all of a sudden, baseball, I sure do like trying to chase curve carb- curveballs. We yeah,
1: you know you who know. did that? John Elway. Yes, he Baltimore did. Baltimore Colts right. yeah. drafted him and all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I'll go play baseball if you guys think I'm going to play for the Baltimore Colts. And boom, he ends up in Denver. So what he's, you,
2: he's in a unique situation where he potentially can have a
0: little more control over where he lands than any other player typically. My only, so my take on this is that if you are the Cardinals and I look, you need to, you need to do, you need to get the best quarterback you, for your team. If you think that Josh Rosen is not the guy, then you need to figure out a way to trade him to somebody else. You need to, and if you believe that Kyler Murray is the guy, and then draft Kyler Murray and put him in Cliff Kingsbury's system because you have to win this year. But I would not be willing to make that trade unless I was getting a first round pick in return for Josh Rosen. Because I don't, like, I think if you've got Kyler Murray at one and then a defensive player in the second round, that's not, uh, commiserate with the value that you would have with Josh Rosen and Nick Bosa. Or either Josh Rosen and trying to trade out and accumulate more
2: picks because you don't have a ton of talent on your team. But I would think you'd be able to get a first round for Josh Rosen for this reason. I've heard people say that if you had to put all these quarterbacks in a vacuum, that there's no quarterback this year which would rank above the four that went in the top 10 last year exactly so Rosen's automatically should still be worth the first round pick even though he didn't play particularly well last see,
0: year. see if I'm the Redskins I would call the Cardinals and be like look we'll give you 15 for Josh Rosen let's just get this done and then you can like like let the speculation run wild when it comes to Kyler Murray going first over. I mean like actually speculation would end Kyler Murray would be going. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now, look, the, the league may even, I'm entirely convinced that the NFL purposely suppresses draft day drama because they want it to lead up um, as the draft gets ready. Like, oh, yeah,
2: because it's, it's on a TV show. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone eyeballs. Um, but I look at it this way from the first-round pick thing. That years ago, there was a guy that went for a first-round pick, and his rookie trade tra- 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 in his second year. and his first year, he did everything you could possibly do wrong. It looked like he was going to be the cautionary tale right. that Johnny is? Manziel is right now. Uh. But Atlanta got a first-round pick yes, for Brett Favre you're right. from Green Bay. And that rookie year, <laughs> if you just took the rookie year in his isolation, Disaster. you thought Brett Favre would never amount to anything. Yep. <laughs> so if you can get a first-round pick for a guy who did everything to show you he's not an NFL player. What round was Steve Young drafted in? Um, that's a whole messed up that's, situation. See, with he was USFL 1984 first. draft. The that's Bengals true,
1: had the number true. one pick. They were going to take him, and he said, "No, I'm going to go play in the USFL." Signed a 43 year, 40 million dollar contract in the USFL. Is a
0: 43 year deal.
1: 40 year, 43 million dollar deal. So it would have paid him out till 2026, Uh and then Bryce Harper. Money. He did not go back in the draft. I don't think. I think the Buccaneers got his rights. Right. And he then, played in Tampa, yeah. Yeah, he didn't want to play in Tampa and, and obviously ended up with the 49ers. Well, he right played in story. Tampa. Oh, right, The right. NFL right. went belly up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: So, no, but that's a, the Brett Favre comp is really interesting. I mean, Thanks like, to somebody who's in Washington right now. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. You're fine. Uh, the, um, Bruce Allen? <laughs> Dan
2: Snyder? Um, actually, Bruce Allen was a GM in that
0: league. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, I actually know my reference was actually accurate. Do you – so – what would you do if you are the Cardinals? If I thought jo-
2: Josh Rosen was a legitimate quarterback, I would trade out of the first pick. Because if you can accumulate multiple picks, then you can start replenishing the talent base there. Um, I, would, I would call
0: the Raiders. Say, look, Nick is not making it to four. You need to edge rush or something bad, John. Get this Bosa kid. They
2: don't need edge rushers in Oakland.
0: <laughs> they don't like edge rushers. I'd call them and say, I'd call him and say, listen, the only way you can get out of this draft with a Khalil Mack replacement is trading up to one and getting me Bosa. I like Bosa. that. I like that. Give me four and your second round pick. I, well, they got two other
2: first round picks. Ask for one. I'd ask for the other one. No, for no, no, see, I, I'd ask for the
0: second. The second. Then, I don't think Gruden would flinch. I think he'd give you four in the second because he knows he has two more first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay, that makes and so sense. then he's like, "Yeah,
1: well, come on." So you're almost like here. holding these picks ransom. You're saying you're going to do this or we're going to screw your draft up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or else we're going to take Bosa or we're going to trade with somebody to come get Kyler and then like Bosa will go two because but the Forty Nine ers are in a great position. Like they like they need an edge rusher. Like, they're loving they, this. They don't of, need a quarterback. <laughs> they're loving this Kyler Murray stuff. Exactly. Like, they're like, Ky- please, please take him. If he goes one, they're like, you will take Bozo, too. Otherwise, they're going to have to take Allen or maybe even, you know, load up back up with Quentin Williams and other Yeah, because they did,
2: they did that and it was like, hey, we're not taking a quarterback here. You guys can have
0: Mitchell Trubisky. Yep, absolutely, absolutely right. Yeah. Um, what other. Oh, I've got a question for you. What do you think about the best offensive linemen in football? Garrett Bradbury. Who? The NC State center.
1: Brinson is just how, how on you, the NC State bandwagon. It never ends. Are
0: you surprised that a center could go in the top
2: half of the draft? Typically, you don't see it all that often. But the way offensive line play is, if you've got him, doesn't really translate from cost to the NFL, notwithstanding what the Colts did this year, because they hit on offensive linemen in a way you typically don't. That if you got one who can play, you take him regardless of what position he is. Ideally, you want to reserve that for a left tackle, but
0: the way that the offensive is, linemen are hard to find generally. If you can uh, get one good one who can plug in for 10 years, you want to go yeah, ahead take and pull it. the trigger. Um, all right. Anything else that we should touch on out of? Uh, and we
1: saw a center go in the first round last year. With uh. Two actually, yeah, Oh, two. yeah, Frank yeah. Ragnar.
0: And yeah. Frank yeah. Ragnar, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else to touch on under the uh. We're gonna bring Ryan Wilson on in a minute to talk about the running backs, winners and losers, and all that. Anything you guys want to add, or anything I missed, any news out of the uh, NFL today? I'm the host, I should be doing this. I'm, I was sorry. surprised Brandon Graham, um. Oh, he's yeah. philly He's He's got low mileage though. No,
2: I thought that since he's a he's a pressure guy, he's not a sad guy, he's a pressure guy. Right. He is a little bit older, but he has, does have low mileage. I thought with all these other guys getting franchised. oh, you thought with the tags
0: he would hit the open market and get real paid.
2: Yeah, I thought someone like San Francisco would make a real push at it.
0: Is it maybe a question where like Brandon Graham's like, look, they drafted me. I like it here in Philly. Yeah, We've that a good just defense. might be the
2: thing because typically Jim Schwartz, I like Jim Schwartz as a coordinator. If you get
0: this close to free agency, you
2: don't why? Te- why not just test the market? Right. What did, What did you think about his deal? It was a little under what I thought it would be. I was thinking Calais Campbell type money, fifteen really? as opposed to thirteen.
0: Yeah, thirteen million is weird for. Because they're the, who, basically the same age, and that's a two-year-old deal. Interesting, and he would have probably he would have gotten it in free agency because guys need like the Forty ers might have been in, they have tons of cap space. But, but the interesting thing is, you got teams apparently trying to deal pass rushers because Olivier Vernon's on the trading block. That sounds Justin, to me like the Giants are like thirteen million in cap room, and they exactly know they're they'll cut him
2: if yeah. if they can't find a taker. maybe the same with Justin Houston, they'll cut him if they can't find a yep. taker. So maybe he saw there's going to be a glut of older pass rushers, and I get can't, your money now. Yeah, get mine while get I can. Now.
0: Interesting. All right, great point, Joel Corey. Follow him on Twitter at Corey Joel.
2: Right? Yeah, Corey Joel, because Co- Joel Corey is some British. Bodybuilding DJ, so I couldn't get I don't have a common name, but You I can follow get that, it. too. I, I couldn't get like the way I wanted it, so I decided to do first,
0: last name first. And follow John Breach on Twitter. We will be right back after this break to chat with Ryan Wilson about some NFL draft action. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right, welcome back to the podcast. I thought John Breach was leaving. He's not. not. You're leaving tonight. Friday night, you're driving through the dark, the cover of night, to see your wife, a hero, rides again. Excited to drive back to Nashville for three hours?
1: You know, I, I get to go back to central time. It's my favorite time zone, so I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm not excited about that. I am sad to leave you guys. Uh, you know, I love hanging out with you though. I gave your wife a shout out on natural radio. She's gonna appreciate it. She doesn't listen to sports soccer radio. I did.
0: I believe you. I said happy birthday Rachel Breach. And then the hosts were like, happy birthday Rachel. Oh, but nice. she
1: will be thrilled to hear that. And if they podcast that hour, I'll make sure. And the thing is we live like five miles away from that 102.5 the zone, I think. Yeah, yeah, From their, uh, headquarters. How many times have you been on
3: one two point five the zone?
1: I have been on once. And you know what? They actually asked me to be on like two weeks ago and I forgot to text the guy back cause you know, it's hectic. February's hectic. We got the Super Bowl. We got I'm the really bad on. about
0: texting. See, like, I got like. Really?
3: Really? Let me ask you, Brendan. What do you think the the playlist is on Breach's car ride? Four hour car ride I four? hope
0: it's four hours of the Pick Six podcast.
3: It's four hours of
1: Britney Spears. Well, this week it wouldn't be
0: because there's a lot of Taylor Swift. It's it's nineties
1: Pandora channel. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it. I thought is, he that, on, said, I is thought, that
0: in your car or like is that a uh, rental? It was a rental car, so no. He, he wears headphones in the car. He so you mean, do, you have, do you have XM in there? Uh, yeah. So, so you need to fire up the nineties, right? serious. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. The, the nine, nine on the nineties
1: is awesome. And I would listen to podcasts, except that was on them all this week. If it was the other week, it would make sense. I bet,
0: Ryan, I bet you listen to like the um, coffee jazz. coffee shop, yeah, smooth jazz. <laughs> I don't. Ryan Wilson. Uh, uh, I've tried the coffee shop, but I don't love it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Ryan, aside from Garrett Bradbury and yourself, star today, yes, and yourself, right? Two big stars. Today. You're, I'm not kidding. You're, you're having you're the confidence level you're exceeding here is one of my favorite things. Will Bretton-esque. Confi- it is. It yeah. is like I, I like you're sort of embracing this TV star role that you're becoming. I'm a little worried that like his head's getting too big. If you get like a tiny taste of like actual success that you just might turn into Well, a it'll in I'll snack. get arrested
3: and then it'll be a, like a straight downhill fall off the cliff type of thing. So what are you going to
0: ask about Garrett Bradbury? Uh no, I was going to ask you. So this is Saturday show. We've seen the wide receivers and the running backs. Uh, well, we've talked to the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. We've seen the running backs work out. We've seen the offensive linemen work out. Who so far, through two days of workouts, are the big winners of the combine?
3: Well, DK Metcalf, uh, benched 27, reps 225. Old
0: miss wide receiver.
1: How many times do you think he could bench you? Um. Might be more than 27. I would hope.
3: And You're, his body. You probably weigh like 225, right? His body percent <laughs> is 1.6. Body fat. He's 1.6%. I don't even think that's healthy. I don't... Be,
0: it's not. And he'll yeah. be running the forty today, today being Saturday. And, and if he goes sub four five four or five or less It's on. I think he might be top ten.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. And Pete was saying earlier, Pete Prisco, if he's four six, what does that mean? I still think he's a first round pick. Because you watch him play, man, he's dominating. So uh he had a really good day. Justice Hill out of Oklahoma State. Five eleven one ninety eight, smaller back. Obviously, he busts
0: out a 4'4". We watched that one. That was, it was and we were
3: watching him, and I was telling someone that you and I were watching. and He looked slow out of the gate. He did four point four seconds later. He crossed the finish line, and he had one of the, he may have had the fastest forty time. I have to look. Uh, one of the most disappointing forty times Elijah Holyfield four point eight one. I, mean, I don't know what you do from there. Two punters ran faster than he did. But you're a running back, dude. How do, how does that happen? And you're you have running your dad bad chasing you around the yard when you're acting <laughs> yeah, up. You can't run faster yeah, than 4.8. Yeah, 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 you're, you're d- getting a
0: whooping. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was extremely disappointing. I think it's one of those, those things where like, if he runs a 4.6, people are like, ah, whatever, right. you know, just, he did a 40, it wasn't great, it wasn't perfect. You run a 4.7.5. Let me ask you this. forty so one, that's bad.
3: If you've been training for weeks now and you're hitting consistently 4.7.5, 4.8, is that, what, what are you thinking coming into this? As a I'm thinking back? I
0: pull my hamstring and I'm not running. Oh, that's a good thought yeah. yeah, you gotta think that. Yeah, I mean, like, is he, like, what you was should he, have done that when you were racing Sean. <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I did run a four nine six one time. No, you did. Yes, I did. You saw me. It's not, a not like, against Sean. Was that thirty yards? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Can Johnny. we get some clarity there? It, it was timed by a, by a high school coach in Florida. Was he awake it when filmed? He did he what, was me, Joy Taylor, not Jamie God, Eisenberg, was the time of the And Dave Richard ran a, ran forties. I cold smoked those dudes. All right, I'll I, ask I Jamie mean, for confirmation. I remember video? seeing the video, video, but I'm not concerned. I'm
3: not. I was in.
0: I was in. This is probably like. 2000 and it was probably
3: five, six years ago.
0: 2015.
3: Four years ago? Okay.
0: Yeah. But it was like, I was in, we'd had, like, Robbie had been, my son had been born and was probably like Well, you didn't miles. have
3: the baby. That didn't affect your ability to run a race. <laughs> I got
0: my, I got my, <laughs> I got my baby weight off. So I finally got my baby weight off. I was in really good shape. Do it flying down, doing the Thursday night show, Thursday night football, and I'd like, I was just working out a lot. Great shape. Ran a 496.
3: I don't think you ran a 496. It
0: happened. It was timed. I don't know what to tell you. I know.
3: You. Yeah, but it was, it was hand-timed.
1: So you'd smoke Rich Eisen? Is
0: that what you're saying? I yes. You I also would, said you tell Rich Eisen that to his face. Is that a challenge right you now? You told Sean, Sean you that to his face. There? Our that coworker Sean Wagner. Up. I was wearing khakis, no shoes, and I was no drunk. No excuses, please. I mean, any? Can I say could it, you I? beat Elijah
3: Holyfield in a race?
0: No. Okay.
1: Maybe. Could you beat 2000 Tom Brady? Yes. Oh, I love Dad that. Dad bod Tom Brady. You yes. Could, you could take
0: him. 2017 Tom Brady. Oh, listen to this guy. Whoa. Um, I mean, that's crazy. Who Tom. else, that's who else is, a, TV 12 who else is a big winner besides DK Metcalf this week so far? Well, Garrett Bradbury, obviously your guy. Um, NC State Center has said he does not want to play guard or tackle. He's going to be a center. He, uh, did 34 reps on the bench. 49240. Yeah, 493,
3: I think. 495, yeah. 493. Very fast for a guy Absolutely. that says,
0: and looks really good in the, in doing the drills on the field.
3: Andre Dillard, the left tackle out of, out of Washington State, uh, protected, uh, uh, Gardner Minshew, uh, up there last season ran sub four five. He did? Yeah. He is, wow. uh, he is fantastic feed. The questions are, can he, can he run block? Cause you don't do a lot of that in Washington state. Uh, the other running back. Any of it. What's that? You don't do any of it. That's right. Yeah. yeah the, run blocking. the other running back, Josh shakes we've been talking about the whole time. He didn't run because of a groin injury. The other running back at Alabama that started the season as the guy, Damien Harris, ran four four nine. And that's, that's a, that's a great number for him. And we'll get him back in the conversation because we haven't been talking about him for weeks.
0: Well, I think, like, and back to Bradbury, uh, I would say he has solidified, almost without a doubt, his position in the first round.
3: Yeah, you have a crazy hot take on where he might go. But I think you could go top 15. That would be crazy.
0: I mean, like. It could happen. Uh, look, he's a he's a plug-and-play 10-year center. Yeah, centers are important. Yeah, No, he ran his own blocking scheme at NC State, so that's a bit of a concern. This too.
1: is the final podcast of the week from no, Indy. Not. No, there's one more? Okay, well here is my question to Wilson. Ryan and I are recording at nine AM. Either way, Wilson, if we had to take a drink every time <laughs> Brinson mentioned we'd be an N C state player this week, would we be dead or we yes. just be black? We would have been
3: we got here Tuesday, we would have been dead Tuesday
1: evening. Okay. I, just, I you, Worked one more in. I just had to get that question out. There's
0: going to be two guys that go in the first round from NC State. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I Harman will say, if there Garrett were Bradbury. two
1: Miami Bahia players, I'd probably be riding that pretty hard. And then don't sleep about on Jacoby
0: Myers. He's had a good combine too. If he looks, you do you like Jacoby Myers?
3: I like him, but he's more of a slot guy. He's more of a he. he yeah, av- but like
0: your teams are in nickel, sixty percent of the time. But he only
3: averaged eleven yards per per uh, and that you know. So questions there. I will say this: when I talked to Ryan Field's Senior Bowl, he said Kelvin Harmon obviously is my deep threat home run guy, but Jacoby Myers is my security blanket, so he yeah. cannot obviously do those things underneath
0: um who was a loser this week
3: well we talked about Elijah Holyfield running the 4-8 I mean man you you just can't do that um people actually before we get to losers I want
0: to point out that the there are some winners not players I think that with Kyler Murray and Pete Prisco thinks that he says Kyler Murray Kyler Murray's not been good on whiteboards, according to team sources from him Pete's all over the map um he has he he showed us a bunch of tape that, you know, bad game against Texas, like, okay, all right, that's fine. Bad game against Texas Tech, that is a bit, a bit of a red flag, some, some questionable throws. It wasn't a bad game, but bad plays. Yeah, he, he, was, he was cherry-picking bad right. plays to point out that he doesn't think Kyler Murray's great. I didn't think Kyler Murray had a great interview session. I think that could have gone better. Could have gone um, better,
3: but it went better than the Dan Patrick won at the Super Bowl. Sure,
0: 100%. You um, know what's crazy about the Kyler Murray interview
1: session and Dwayne Haskins will throw them both in? is they both said they'd love to play for the Giants. You know, like, yeah. I feel like that's the one team these young quarterbacks, like, ooh, Saquon Barkley, ooh, Odell, back, I mean, ooh, yeah. Evan Ingram. They've hey. got all ooh, these. Ooh, Eli Manning's terrible. Right, ooh, ooh, easily Nate replaceable. Solder. So, I mean. Nate Solder. It's like those yeah. guys want to arm wrestle to see who gets to play for the Giants. So, like, obviously they don't get to pick their team, but that is the team that they all want to play for.
0: Well, and, but that, that gives in my point about the winners who are not players, is that I think the Cardinals... Raiders and Jets are all big winners because while they might w- see some players at the top of this draft that they like, I don't think there's a surefire, like, there's no Miles Garrett type of guy. Like, Nick Bosa is very good, but I just right. don't, like, I don't think there's a transformational pro, potentially transformational Ooh, prospect. Nick the-
3: Bosa and Miles Garrett or I mean, you don't think he's that guy?
0: No, I think he can be. Okay. I just think that, like, this oh, spot, you're saying. You're saying where like, they like, control the top like, of the draft for the, for the Browns in, in, um, 2016, 2017, it was like, We don't have a choice. We have to take Miles Garrett. Um, I don't think, like, I think Nick Bosa is the default number one, but like, you know, you can make a case for Josh Allen over, over Nick. I think the
3: only way it's not Nick Bosa is if it's Kyler Murray. One of your guys, right? But
0: to that point, the Cardinals, Jets, and Raiders, because these two quarterbacks, Dwayne Haskins and Kyler Murray had, have had really good combines, the value of those top four picks, have now gone through the roof yeah. because the Jaguars and the Giants are right there at 6 and 7, and you have to jump if you want a quarterback. If like the Redskins or Dolphins wanted a quarterback, they would have to get above 6 or 7. And if the Jaguars and Giants, they know that, and they know that other teams might be trying to do that. Broncos, same thing. So the Jaguars and Giants are potentially trade partners up into 3 or 4 if they want to draft a quarterback high. And so I think from that perspective, you go from having this top-five pick where – it's You know, you don't know what a great option is at that spot. You can trade down, add more picks. We know the Jets would love to do that. They don't have a second-round pick. Right. We know the Raiders would love to do that because, well, frankly, they, they need don't as have as many picks as they, they can They need get. as many picks as possible. They have four in the first 35. I don't think they'd be opposed to trading down to even, like, 13 and getting, you know, two or three more picks. I don't think the Dolphins will do that, but I think those guys My are—
3: Dolphins better do something. You can't just show <laughs> up with Ryan Tannehill or— They're
0: organic tanking what's that? Oh, organically organic. tanking yeah. so what about losers who lost besides Elijah Holyfield
3: we talked about him uh Jonah Williams he was tested okay today but the issues are on Friday the issues of course remain in his arms i love him um talk for a second prince i'm going to find the tweet that uh of his comment yesterday it's fantastic when he was asked about his short arms
0: what what do you think about short arms john well
1: as someone
3: as who someone with short arms what do
1: you think has arms? incredibly long arms you have long arms i, no. I can't relate to how those long
0: people. see your wingspan he doesn't have long arms. I think he has a surprisingly long wingspan. There, I have
1: long arms and
3: big
0: hands for a short dude. Gosh, this is a humble brag session. I these mean, guys. well, I I don't, th- freaking I not I My shoes. You know my feet You know what they big. say about guys with long arms and, and big hands? They're liars. They're liars. Tiny <laughs> yeah. shoes. I said the shoes aren't as big as my hands. Yeah.
3: So listen, here's what uh, when he was asked, Jonah Williams, whose arms came in at, at under 34 inches, which by right right, the way, you
0: know the shoe that Zion Williamson broke was like a size 11. I are in 11. Just structurally, it couldn't here? it couldn't stand to that.
3: Yeah. So here's what Williams, a reporter asked him about his short arms and what that means for playing uh, offensive tackle in of the NFL. And here's what Jonas said to them: If your arms were a little longer, you'd be able to reach the keyboard better. Whoa. You, don't need, you don't need that to be a great writer. That's a great comeback. <laughs> what a now, blur-touch. if Tyler had said something like that on the on the on the podium. People that's
0: would be like, oh, Kyler Murray's so funny. Like, that's like – And people would be angry That's about a it. burn. That's a sick burn. But it's anyway, burn. yeah, so he
3: – there are questions about what he can do. You watch John Williams play. I think he's really, really good. I think he's a top ten pick, and he's going to be one of the first uh, offensive linemen off the board. The other guy who didn't have a great day in terms of running, um, David Montgomery, who I love at Iowa State. He ran 4.65. That's not the end of the world. He's It's not five. great. What's that? I mean, he's smallish, too. Like He's 215, tw- two 222. No,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, so, Yeah. That's right. Devin Singletary ran a 455 as 57200. That's that's sort of a, a, an issue. You got to figure that out. You can't be a slow scat back. Right. But those two running backs, they'll have to improve with the Pro Day and all that other stuff.
0: Um any other topics you want to touch on from uh this last week night or uh, or this is the Saturday. I'll, night ask, John,
3: I'll, I'll ask John I'll ask Sean this. Um who do you want the Bengals to take at 11? Like are you seriously
0: considering Andy Dalton replacements or do you want to yes. get like a linebacker? He, we played quarterback matchmaker on HQ. By the way, I want to thank everybody again for listening and for. We saw our number spike from twelve to one on HQ. Apparently, it's because the Pick Six Army showed up, buddy. Um,
1: I, the linebackers are definitely their biggest position of need, and I know we're playing quarterback matchmaker, and I'm putting, who did I put with the Bengals?
0: Kyler Murray, Ky- Dwayne Haskins, anybody but Andy Dalton. Nick well, Bowles, so here's the thing, though,
1: is Ryan I think Tannehill. that Joe Flacco, I honestly think you have to give Dalton one year John in John Kitna, Zach Taylor's offense. <laughs> Zach Taylor. let, let him see if he hasn't figured Breach. out. Let him see if he can John do it. Breach. There's plenty of quarterbacks David next year. Dalton bombs. so Dan
0: Breach, Colin Kaepernick.
1: <laughs> So, yes, you fill in all, get a linebacker. (laughs) John Breach's cats. Beef up the defense, (laughs) give Dalton one more year, get a quarterback next year.
0: Mason Rudolph. Hugh Jackson. <laughs> Hugh
1: Jackson. <Not laughs> any of those people. <laughs> Sorry, right. John. I
3: didn't hear what you said. Go get one more time. Hugh Jackson would rank last on the list of anyone I want in Cincinnati.
0: I do. That so was my favorite second, by the way, ever. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. This stinks. This is our last uh, podcast where we're all in the same room, maybe until uh, March or even April. Or, or when we. Come, all to come my to house Nashville. and have a party in Nashville. Yes, we'll all be in Nashville for sure. I live in
1: Nashville. Brent will tweet out my address. We'll do a live <laughs> podcast for my front
0: yard. I will barbecue chicken for everyone. It's 555 five, five, Andy Dalton way. <laughs> <laughs> Giant. Okay. X mark this right. is it. We're going we to let our, our guys who do all the hard yeah. work. Hey, happy birthday to John's wife. Happy birthday 30th Rachel. 30th birthday. I'm not gonna give her a shout on the podcast. I already do it on national or local yeah. radio. Well, I I'm will. Just kidding. <laughs> Happy birthday Rachel. Uh, I'm sure she's listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening everybody. Thanks for subscribing. We will talk to you on Sunday when Ryan Wilson and I break down the quarterbacks.